Welcome to Breaking Bread. My name is Sabrina and I am the creator and the host. I am looking forward to having dinner with you and that is the essence of what Breaking Bread is about. It is about the art of conversation, about the exchange that we can have, things that are breaking the internet, breaking culture, and in some cases, breaking society. I will be joined by five guests, all strangers. They don't know the topics, but what we are doing is creating the organic conversation. Now, it will be unfiltered. All views around the table are welcome. And so let me say, trigger warning, there may be some topics that we address, positions that people have that may be triggering for you. So viewer discretion is advised. Now with that, grab your food, your drink, and join us around the table as we break bread. But if we talk about community building, I can't have a conversation with black women without talking about black women. Mm -hmm. it, I would be, it would be remiss for me not to do that. So I want to first ask the question, do you think black men value black women? I don't say love because everybody has their own definition about love. <laughs> I'm talking about value and not just your friends. If you observe in the community, in business environments, social media, whatever context you see the exchange we have with each other, do you think black men value black women? Yes. Or no? Peace mm -hmm. time. Right time, huh, Karen? Your <laughs> chef Karen's like, I want to hear that. <laughs> I was going to say, what does value mean? So, <laughs> what does value mean to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have an Idris Elba. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know. When it comes to me, I'll be honest. So I'm giving you a moment to, to, to ponder that a bit. <laughs> and I will go around the table, yes or no. This is a community conversation. This is not your personal uh, situation. Mm -hmm. This is not you and your friends. Mm -hmm. We are out community focused. Okay, so yes or no. Carl, yes or no, do black men value black women? No. Michael? Yes. Kwesi? Yes. Ade? Yes. Rob? No. Okay. Oh, I love it. I will start with you, Michael. Oh, good. You're the first, yes. And so Chef Karen's going to come out, give you a little bit of time to, to, to reflect. God bless you, Chef Karen. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, make that long. Yeah, I know. You know? It's like a slow description. Saved by the bell. So yeah. Chef Karen uh, is going to introduce the final course for the evening. So Chef Karen, over to you. Okay. So you have um, New York um, cheesecake, some fresh cream and some blueberry and some chocolate sauce. Thank you very Thank much. You Thank, you. Thank you very much. Thank you, So, Michael. So we're talking about? Do black men value black women? Yes or oh, no? Oh, just yes or no? Uh, no, your context oh, now. Oh, context now, okay. So, and we're talking about the community? Yes, not your personal. Perfect. What you see, <laughs> what you observe, yeah. From the community, but community is still personal, though. You degree. can include it, but I just want to be, be very clear. Mm -hmm. This is the only one of the very few times I set a disclaimer here that it is not unless you want to say your own personal opinion and your reflection of your family. Mm -hmm. no, I'm talking about, about no, but I'm talking about still, but community is still 
person because it's still going to each each person's community is going to be exactly. But when I say community, I am including not just your friends, but what you see when you interact corporate environments, business environments as a whole in totality. You said yes, so I'd like to say yes. I feel like, and this is why it goes back to community and what I see in the corporate environments and the areas I'm in. I would say yes, because I think, I think the black men that I've seen uphold black women and they very much see them as their peers and equals as opposed to maybe how it was previously. How was it previously? Hey, I'm not from that time. <laughs> so, uh, I like those guys from that time. So <laughs> I let the guys from those times speak about how it was back then. I can only speak about my time. <laughs> <laughs> and see, in my time, I love men that. and women have always been equal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. that, that was It's smooth. so funny how, in the beginning of the conversation about agendas, he had chapter and verse about the history before. <laughs> but now, hey. all of a sudden, <laughs> you, got to, you, like you got to make it suit your agenda. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so now there's an agenda. <laughs> Smooth criminal. Love it. Wow. Uh, crazy. Originally, I thought you were going to ask, do black women value dark-skinned black men? No. no. <laughs> no. That's what I thought you were going to ask. No. So. Do black men value black women? Uh, you said yes. I think yes, yeah. Because if I look, we talked about Barack Obama and Michelle, that's kind of a massive signpost. But if I look more deeply within our community and within our societies, I think... I can look probably back as far. So, for example, when I was, grow- when I was growing up, being dark-skinned, you said it earlier, was not fashionable. It wasn't fashionable to be dark-skinned. Lots of the black girls that I went out, when I went to school with, weren't interested in dark-skinned black boys. They wanted the, light, the light-skinned boys. But I wanted the dark-skinned girls. They were, they were hot. I wanted them. I, they didn't want me. That was, that was the challenge. Mm. It wasn't the other way around. So I always valued them. And I felt like at least even the other dark-skinned black men valued them. Mm-hmm. So, and, and a lot of the other black boys valued them as well and wanted them ahead. I think as well, if I maybe, I don't want to be too crass, but when I was growing up, I, I feel when we were through teenage years growing up, I feel like the boys had a bit more respect, I feel, towards black girls than 100%. towards other, let's call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that, that, that yeah. maybe, maybe you know, this is sometimes this works the opposite way of racism. Maybe because they have a sister, a mother who looks like this person, they had a bit more, you know, for them. And so, they expected more from them. And they definitely expected, like, I, I definitely expected more for like some of these other girls were doing. I would go down like, what, what you know, 100%. like so. I definitely held them up to a higher standard for good or bad reasons. I held them up to a higher, I respected them. So I think and that, that's going back through my teenagers and, you know, and then you get back further. And even now, if I look, I think the point you alluded to, right, the hardest thing in the world today to be is a black woman. You can throw in a black woman with a disability and then you're basically finished. Like mm. your, your options are almost done. It's like it's so hard to be in that demographic where you're looking at pay disparity, career opportunity. Um, senior level exec reporting, getting funding for your startup. That literally, the women generally come bottom and then you look and you double click on that and actually you look at where the black women in that and they are flat, flat at the bottom. So it's really hard, but I think to, to your question, I think that in the community, I think they probably held to the highest standard above anything else. That's, that's what I think. Okay, Ade, you also said yes. Yes. Um, 
And so I'm going to throw this thing out again, and I feel it's like gen generationally felt. I, mean, I would like to think You're Michael... I know you were covering your mouth, so we to hear you. Um, I, think, I feel like Michael and myself are from the same era, so mm. definitely to the point where some people might not rate the dads, but you definitely rate the mum. 100%. And so in terms of value, I definitely think there is a value aspect. It might not translate in respect. It might not translate in giving comments to them and... And making them feel appreciated. That's key, though. But and it is key, mm -hmm. and, I, and 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 this is where I'm maybe separating the mm. two. That we deep down we do value black women, and tr when you know push it's comes to shove, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, do you I know mean, what? I, I do value black women, um, uh, and I say that because I just feel uh, the the community realise. Black women are strong, that they're intelligent, they're fighters. They are the ones that are the pillar of the house most of the time mm -hmm. in an environment where if, if they migrated from another country, mm. they're the ones that keep the house running, mm -hmm. right? Expected to work, mm -hmm. then come home and cook, mm -hmm. and then have to stay up at night if they're studying to do their coursework, and get the kids ready for school. That value is there. <laughs> So for me, I feel that black men value black women, um, and I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> I just throw in there that my mum got a first class degree with four children. So I could only get a two one, and I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I was laughing at it because Michael's looking at me for a response. Oh. We get no response. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, I wasn't looking for your response. It's just that you said something that um, that made me laugh because you said that they're seen as being strong, and. Most recently, what I found is black women don't want to be seen as exactly. always having to be strong. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I think, I think that's, the, that's the, and, the, you know, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but that's generational again, right? Mm. Because our, our mothers were strong and resilient without saying anything, right? Yeah. But it's changed. Mm -hmm. The next generation don't have to fight that same fight. And I think I heard something today around things have changed, but the rules haven't. Mm. to accommodate that change. Mm. And I think that's where we are. So you can't use the same rules as 20 years ago for black women that, like you don't can today. And I feel maybe, because this is the other side of my story, the younger black women don't feel valued because of the lack of change of rules. Mm. So we will come back there. Okay. I want to get the nose. <laughs> so Rob, you said no. Asked the question, do black men value black women? You said no. What was your... Why that response? Yeah, my, my, my worry is that um, it's really important to speak to a lot of black women about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, mum's sisters, except my mum's my sister. But um, I've been outside the UK for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I, about three years ago, came back to work in the UK, and I joined a group um, This kind of started off quite small and grew up to over 100. And it's really interesting that the... Uh, the dominant voices in the group tended to be male. And it was so much so that the women actually formed a separate room. Mm -hmm. And I'm almost giving away too much to a certain extent because this will come out and people will know which group it is and what I'm talking about. But when you speak to some of those women off the record and hear what their truth is, mm. um, it's, it's like, it's, again, it's terrifying because the reality for them is more than 
any of us, I think, vocalised at this, mm. this table. Um, the, the duality of this need to be strong and this and this and what's sold in, you know. And, and that's why I love what Rihanna did at the Super Bowl and the way she did it, for instance, as a, as, a, as a beacon for that of just the creativity, the intellect, the smarts and the ability to pull it off um, is a very good example. But I, I need that in business. I mean, I, I was about to name names. I know, you know, an amazing creative director out of New York who is the case study of what I want my daughter to also be, wow. be, be liking about or um, an agency head and that type of stuff. But it's, it's too rare um, for me personally a large part of my professional career is built, and you know this through some of the arguments and things that we fought, but my, a large part, part of my professional career is meant to not just uphold, but to amplify and push forward. And I'll be damned if I don't. When the punchline, I'm married to a white woman. I'm married to a white Danish woman. But I'll be damned if anybody can look at anything I do and don't say that who I have hired who I've promoted, who I have put through, who I've put on, <coughs> who I will continue to talk about and et cetera, et cetera, are not black women first. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it was all, all through being a little bit naive at first. And then it's not to take away what you were saying at all. I'm not countering what's been said, but it's just, it blew me away coming back. And I was like, what? Because remember, my mum was one of the first um, PAs to work in the financial industry mm. as you, in the early 70s, post office in the financial. Wow. So I'm used to my mum, kind of, you know, where we were pretty poor, but going into work in the city, mm-hmm. she'd take us in and be like, okay, all right, so all right cool, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I was used to that and that cohort. And then to come back after 15 years and see not only has it massively changed, the pay disparity is crazy. I mean, it's like if, you, if, you're, if you're a female first, but if you're a black female, you don't get paid, you do it for free. You don't get paid, you don't get promoted, you don't get anything. <clears throat> and so it's just one of those things. So the little, even every day, the little things I do, I'm not going to mention her, but as somebody, she sees this, I always call her doctor. Just, it's the smallest thing. And that's mm. what I see as the way of it. I go, I go, because it's not about your sexuality or your ability to have kids. I call her doctor, because she's fucking smart. <laughs> you know, I know, I'm like, could you come work on this? Because I need your help on it. She doesn't get her props mm. at all. And unfortunately, a lot of it is down to the fact that people switch on their TV or they switch on their radio or they look in whatever media and they're not seeing enough of that. Yeah. That's why I talk about Michelle. So I love Michelle Obama for that, you know, hopefully not Michelle Hader. But that was the first time we saw it writ large. Actually, the smartest one out of the two of them yeah. in that relationship. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, and still had to give up so that he allowed him to do so. I'm not sure it's there yet. I think, you know. But I haven't heard much oh, about second. the community. I, I have to make sure I get Carl, Carl in. Okay. Go ahead, Carl. So the answer to, my, to, to the question is not no. enough, as opposed to just no, not enough. Mm. Um, and I'm taking points from everybody, really. And I think, if I, so I start with Ade's point. You said that they, they respect them and, and revere them, and, you know, sort of in quiet. That's not what they want. Uh, obviously, you know what I do now. I'm mm. a so I hear this. I hear this conversation almost every week. Of course, they want to be publicly recognised. They want to be openly, um, sort of, adored and and, and adored. Yes, yeah. they want. They don't want that. Uh, you know, they, they they want to know that they're they've been valued by their men. They want to be know, know that they're valued by their children. Those are they make a difference. They want to know that they matter. They want to know that you know, what I do, the sacrifices I make, is, is, has been taken on board. 
So that's why my, my nose, because I hear it. Mm. I hear it from the women that we're talking about. Qualified, yeah. Yeah, and they, and I know that. I, I know that, you know, I see it even with my guys, you know. Yeah, my, my girl's a good girl, you know, my, my wife's good. But not, they won't tell her, <laughs> you know. They won't even compliment me for making a, a nice meal. Mm-hmm. Basic. I, agree, I agree with everything. Basic. Said, but that's a different question. No, no, it's different, but I'm just saying, but even just to appreciate them yeah. for that, yeah. to, that they've done this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, this is my. This is my it's in, Michael. It's just interesting. I just feel, I really do feel like it's generational. Mm. I do. Good. I hope so. I, I yeah. feel like it's, because I just think, even conversations I've had offline with Sabrina and just the situations we've been in, mm-hmm. I would, I actually would be so confused. So, situations I've, I've seen men of a certain age behave. I can't imagine people from my community at my age behaving in that way, because we just, I've, ne- I, I've never thought looking at a black woman and think, I can't report into her, why not? Like, she can't be my boss, why, why can't she be my boss? She, mm. Or, she, she doesn't know more than me. <laughs> Sabrina knows 10 times more than me. I learned so much <laughs> from Sabrina. I'm, literally, she is amazing to me. Literally, the first time we had a conversation, I was like, my God. And not because, she was a black woman, just because she's smart. Like, mm. I didn't look at her like, oh, she can't be that smart because she's a black woman. It, it just doesn't cross my mind that mm. a black woman can't be better than me. That just doesn't. And I think that's from a generational thing, because I don't see, I wouldn't imagine people from my community would think that like that. I just, I but don't. They do, so I don't want any black woman coming from me. I will let you know that issue is a generational wide <laughs> issue. <laughs> Whether you are in your 50s, your 60s, your 40s, your 30s, your 20s, that theme is across the board as a data point. So go ahead, I have any black woman coming from me in this conversation. Yeah, but I, I think we can only answer based on lived our view of our community. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, I'm, but I am saying for those women of a particular generation, yes, that's an, an issue. This issue is in all generations. But it might be an so issue. It might be an there. issue. For instance, you said 2030, but who's doing it to them? Black men. Black men. At what age, though? That's what I'm saying. From the 20s, the 20s to yeah. 30s to 40s. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> Very no. I'm, clear. Not, I'm not doubting it. Yeah, no, doubting that's it. what I'm saying. So it's it's just, like, that's it's, the data point. Yeah. I just find it. What, 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 I just don't see. So wait, how, just to clarify, the, the data point is, is you have a different To clarify, the data point is black women feeling that they're not valued mm. is the feedback from black women at all ages from men at all ages yeah, yeah. so mm. it's not just the boomer generation no, the generation yeah. x gen z millennial everybody about whether black women feel valued is whether or not black yeah. men value he said so both questions all generations yeah both answers all generations yeah. from yeah. black women yeah. whether they feel it see it perceive it yeah. yes so that's the data point. i think i have to be honest i think i'd, yeah. I'd probably agree with I probably have to say, because from their perspective... Yeah. And I have you, Rob. I'm kind of I feel from their perspective, then I probably have to change my answer then because I'm looking at it from myself and my community. But if yeah. as a whole, and obviously they would know because they, they, they feel it because there was a situation we were in and I didn't even notice that what happened, but there was an issue. But because I was oblivious to it, yeah. but the person that, that I affected, it. it affected them because they're used to seeing that, that behaviour. But I'm not... I'm not I'm not taught in that way. I've never seen it before. Yeah. But when it was brought to my attention, I was like, oh my goodness. So I changed my answer, actually. Yes, yes. Maybe they're not appreciated. No, I have to be honest. No, no, but that no. wasn't a question. They're, no, no. They're, they're, they're not appreciated. They're not valued. They, so again, the valued. question is, <laughs> do uh, black men value black yeah, women? No, not they, that. Do black no, women feel no, valued? Do black men value? Yeah. Then I would yeah. I, I probably have to change my answer. Probably yeah, that's though. what I'm saying. He's changing his answer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Your position is yeah. still the same. He's changing his position. Rob, go ahead. No, but the thing is, again, there's a beauty to what you just said. I don't you know, 
have to change your answer, but mm. it's almost like, and it's almost like you know when George Floyd murder kind of mm. took place, and kind of a lot of people, there's privilege. Mm. And I think black men have enjoyed an incredible amount of privilege. But when you speak to people, oh, I just remember the one situation of and Peter, I'll talk about it after. <laughs> but when you, when, you, when, when you come up against people telling you, 100%. Then, then I love what you just did there because it's not like you're going, no, 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 which is what people do about you know, race. No, 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 it can't be. I'm not, it can't <laughs> be. But there's a particular situation which happened that Sabrina knows about where I, I missed it. It was in a WhatsApp, da, 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 da. I had to physically go back mm. three days. <laughs> I was scrolling back because I, 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 but I, it wasn't. I wish I'd almost seen it and not seen it. If yeah. you know what I mean? So, but I just genuinely hadn't seen it because I was too busy. But I scrolled back, and it's only after speaking to a black woman mm. who said this kicked off a, a avalanche, and I'm like, "What do you say? What are you talking about? Mm. What? Well, I missed it. Mm. Yeah. Scroll back, scroll back. I had to look hard. Yeah. <laughs> to us, it's oblivious. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what I love about what you just said, which I think is so cool. When I saw it, oh, aha, okay, cool. And that's what starts mm. to inform it. But the fact that you're start, imagine how amazing your start point is. Yeah. And this is still true. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that's yeah. the context that's, with yeah. which yes. I judge. So there is, again, one more question that I need to throw in <laughs> because I'm not having anybody come for me. So the table was split. Do black men value black women? And so we had some people who said yes, some people said no, and then we had a change of position. Final question. Can a black man truly value a black woman if his partner is not black. So Rob talked about this yeah, earlier, yeah. uh, but that is the question. Can a black man truly value a black woman if his partner is not black? Yes. So Carl, you said? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Michael, can a black man truly black value a black woman if his partner is not black. Yes or no? No. Quincy. Yes. Yeah. Ade. Yes. Rob. I'm gonna say no. Oh, Ooh. spicy. Come on. So let's round us out with the spiciness. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've, I've started from everyone. Okay. Uh, so close us out, Carl. Okay. You said yes. I said yes because um, as soon as you posed the question, a, p a person came to mind who I really respect, and that's Bernie Grant. Mm -hmm. He started off being married to a black woman. Whatever happened, he split, he married a white woman. But he was still for his black people, but of course for the black women. And so I see him as a, you know, as, as a great example of, of that. Um, and he didn't, he wasn't just about himself, he was about a community. Again, we were talking about community. He served his community, he served the community of Tottenham. So he's my example, and I think, yeah, he can. Mm. Okay. Michael, you said no. No. Reason being, I'm married to a black woman, and there's, there's little things that she goes through day to day as a black woman, raising my children at work. She's a lawyer, dealing with certain things. And I, I think the context of you can't keep up to date with the context of what black women go through mm. to a degree with, with, without necessarily understanding their struggle and being married to one and being with one. So that's why I say no, because 
you're kind of removed to a degree. Mm. You might have sisters, you might have mums, you might have friends, but in terms of who's going to give it to you raw and tell you really how difficult life is and what what they're really facing on the front line Mm. is going to be your partner. So I think, and if you're not married to one, it's easy to not neglect per se, but it's easy to not to understand the, the, the full severity of, of, of what it's like. Mm. So that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Crazy. You said yes. Yeah. So I think I'd love to hear Rob's answer to this. I was hoping you'd go before me. No, but I think I think yes, you can. You can value anything. You you can you can value. I think to your point that. So if I look at it, if I look at my personal experience, right, you grow up up until the age of 20, 21 at home with a, um, a grandmother, mother, three sisters, black women. Mm. You, those are your formative years. When you come out of that environment, you're basically almost a formed adult mm. and then you go off. So your value system is pretty much the, the basis of it is already formed. Mm-hmm. You then go out into the real world and you meet people in the, and, and then you form relationships with those individual people. They could be from anywhere. But... The key thing is, do you value black women? Like, there is no one on this planet that I value more than my grandmother or my mother. Black, white, anything, that's who I value. And they are black women. So there's nothing I can value more, my sisters. And then you have children. Your children are mixed race. So yeah, I think your partner is just one piece of the pie. There's lots of other things in your life that make it understand your build your value system and your value chain the most important part the, yeah. I, I mean it's, it's a important like I, I maybe I argue but I don't know if my partner is more important than my mum or my grandma or my daughter so I I'm don't gonna, think I'm gonna have to get the other two yeah no but that's it yeah. but yeah. I just think that they're all pieces that make you whole and so I agree, to that. I, think, I agree to that I think to your point right your partner is a very important piece but there are so many pieces that one fifth one tenth one hundredth you know hmm. Um, I don't think someone's choice in who they marry or whatever race they marry has or can affect, can totally over, 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 like just take over someone's mental capacity to value a black woman. So I think a black man who isn't married to a black woman can, can um, value black women. And I think it could go the other way as well. So but I, I hang my hat on the can words. I mm. think it's possible. Mm. Um, it's like everything else that we said today, you know, um, you know, do, do, do black women feel valued? No. Mm. Do black men value them? Possibly yes. So, and and I, I really, I really <laughs> yeah. do come from yeah. this depends yeah, stance because critics will say, no, you can't, you, you know, you don't know their lived experiences. Mm. You, you don't know the nuances and the developments that they go through. But actually, that's like saying, can a white man value a black woman? It's possible. Yes. Sorry, so, Sabrina, what was your question again? The question is, can a black man truly value a black woman if his partner is not black? Yes. That and, was the and question. I, and, and you said yes. Yeah. Kwesi said yes. Michael said no. Carl said yes. And now we come to <laughs> Rob, <laughs> who said no. So I get my Idris, my, my Idris <laughs> moment. Um, I agree with you. Because I think... You as in who? Michael. 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 No, okay. the, the reason why I say that is because I think... I'll talk about my own journey afterwards. What I do know is, is that the amount of times I've been disappointed <coughs> by the behaviour of certain black men 
And then I had an amazing conversation about 20 years ago with one of my, um, it's around about the time I actually met one of my friends and then had another conversation about five years ago where same friend who's super conscious was just like, and back then he was almost saying, do you know what you've done kind of thing. And another friend who was in Nation of Islam was like, I was a bit scared. I was like, bro, you know, the, and he was amazing. He was amazing because he was just like, met my son, etc. Um, the problem is, I think when we're talking in its totality, in order to do so takes an immense amount of energy. And that's my commitment. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I agree. And that's why I think if we can have an open conversation, that's why I'm open to discuss it from that perspective. Um, and I think you get judged by your track record as such. The problem is, even with my own personal choice, I have to understand in the past, what that has been a signal of is that you are looking for acceptance in X, Y, Z. And if you know me, you know, that's not mm. in any fabric. So I'm cool with that. But you can't do that and not know that those things exist. Mm. So even down to the way in which, you know, I evaluate other people who, who don't do so um, is, is key. And, and unfortunately, I, th I think you're right to an extent. It's hard. It, it takes a lot of commitment. If you don't have a lot of black people and black women in your circle, black people around you, you know, my, my daughter, et cetera, et cetera, then, I, you know, it, it is very difficult. And I do struggle a lot with a lot of people who are in mixed race relationships who I think don't do what I would consider they should do to show that, both on the black and the white side, actually, mm -hmm. from that point of view, because we're in, we're, we're not the mass, we're, we're, we're innocent. So, you know, and it's not that if you're uh, the white woman, you're wearing like a Rasta hat and you're, you can cut Jolof off, you can cut Jolof, et cetera, et cetera. So my values stay the same in spite of my decision to, mm -hmm. that, to that extent. But it's the smaller things, it's the interactions I have with any sister, mm. you know, in spite of what my personal choice might have been. And then I have to let the cards fall where, where they may. And hopefully that people think, guy's conscious, uh, one of my mates is conscious, but why don't you do that for? Don't want that one blot on your record. <laughs> the only thing is, is that I think, like when you take in the totality of everything we kind of talked about, and then, and you do, you have to go, okay, I fell in love, I did mm -hmm. da, 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 da. But that, those things are still there. Those things are still happening. So, so it is tough. When I see, what's his name, Dr. Umar. <laughs> yeah, he's hard work. Okay, so oh. do you want to explain Dr. Umar Johnson? Uh, he, he's, a, he's a very prominent Afrocentric, well, claims to be an Afrocentrist. I know Afrocentrists mm -hmm. who, who just says point blank if you do anything. You know, oh, Dr. Umar, I know the yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's entertaining to watch. So, um, in, in other words, Dr. Umar would have a lot to say about the, the conversation we're having to, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but, he's, but he's pretty clear on it. Oh, yeah, he is. Do you know what I mean? And I've got I got friends who feel I got friends who feel exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. We're still friends, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, which is good. But I think, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I love again, your point. It's real. I, th I think if we're going to be real, let's be real. Yes, if you do so, it is more difficult to do so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you're judged by what? What do you do? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I think. But I think to your point, to your point, the I know lots of people who are not married to black women and do more for black women than black men who are married to black women. So this is why I don't, I don't necessarily even understand the premise in that mm -hmm. you can be, like I have a friend who, who does, he spends thousands of pounds of his own money doing programs for black women to help them in different ways. Mm -hmm. He's married to a white woman. So to, to give okay. you the, the premise from black women is they don't only want to be programs, they want to be the love of people's lives. 
And yeah. because they are not, then they, don't, is, they don't feel valued. Yes, there's, 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 that's, that's what it is. That's the, the validation and acknowledgement by black men being their, their first choice. And there are some black women who don't feel that that's the case. And that's why this tension comes up a so, lot because for, from their perspective, when black men either go to prominence or make their choice, yeah. their choice is not black women. So that's where that comes from, just to give you that insight. So if we bring it back to the dark skin society point, and we bring it to the point that I made at the start, yeah. personal story, when I was growing up, there were lots of dark skin girls that I was interested in. It was them that wasn't interested in me. So, you know, there was this girl, she was, she was really dark, like my complexion, she was from Ghana, like me. We would have made beautiful babies, our parents would have got on. She was not interested in me. She wanted the light-skinned guys. So in those situations, I then ended up going for the girls that were attracted to me, right? And yeah, there were lots of hot girls who were attracted to me. They'd say things like, you know, are you that color all over? And that they wanted to explore and they wanted to find stuff out. Hey, you're about to open a whole nother podcast conversation But crazy. my point being that the, you can, I can't then... You, if you're not interested in people to, at certain points in age, you can't then fast forward 20 years when you're single in your 40s and say, oh, no black men are interested in me. Because when those black men were, in the, were 18 and they weren't um, executives in financial institutions earning lots of money, you weren't interested in them because their skin was too dark. So what, what do they say about that scenario? So, Michael, go ahead. <laughs> and, oh, no, oh, that's, that's not a dodge. I, I will check that immediately. Yeah. But, Michael, now go ahead. Now we need to go first, please. Yeah. So, just because, just because the girls that were interested in you in your primary school is not a, is not a comment around black women around the world, right? No, no, People, primary, you, secondary, no, no, uni, but but, life. but But that's unfortunate for you that yeah. every single touch point that you have had with black women, they've rejected you. No, but that's not my point. My point is not every single touch. My point is that all of these experiences help inform. No, I'm not, so I'm saying is all of the experiences for you has helped shape and informed your position and where you stand. No, no, sorry. Let me be clear. Be so very is, clear. This isn't about necessarily about my position. This is to question the point that you made. The black women are saying that they're, they don't, they're not feeling the love. My point is that if you look at these scenarios where we've all discussed the fact that talking about dark skin society mm -hmm. early on, there isn't that love. I think that was your phrase, not mine. Mm -hmm. So then how did that then translate to black women? And what I'm on? saying is I haven't found that to be the case. So okay. if we're talking about personal lived experience, because okay. you're talking about your personal lived experience, mm. my personal lived experience, that's not the case. Mm. So that's why we can't go by personal lived experiences. We have yeah. to look at what is the collective saying? Mm. What is the community saying? And how do we address things as a community? Because my personal lived experience is that the dark skinned black men were fine. We're chased. In high school? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there, is that no... your experience? Um, I grew up in the UK, right? And so... I grew up in the UK too. I'm like, that but that, but my this is that, my point around... In the UK, yeah. that was... You know what's yeah. interesting with that, though? Yeah. Because light-skinned guys were only really... And I can only speak from my experience <laughs> now. <laughs> That's the like, we can't do this. Yeah. I feel like they were only in vogue till about... 18, high school, about early high school, because yeah. I feel like black men, dark skinned men have always been wanted, yeah. especially from when I hit uni and I hit uni in 2008. Yeah. 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 And I feel like from then it's only ever been 
black men are what yeah. black men are what <laughs> so, black men are but i think i think to your point about age mm. again i think when you when i got to uni it was a, it was very different where all of a sudden the colorism was less profound yeah but i think up until there's a, there's, there's an element of wokeness that happens as people grow up uh, jumping back to that tupac point so i remember being in school and i never had a problem with my dark skin mm. you know i my, i trace my roots back to kings in west africa mm-hmm. like I always believed, I went home and we believed, like, nobody could say nothing about my blackness, because yep. to Tupac, the darker the, the yeah, black of the berry, the, the sweeter the juice, the darker the skin, the deeper the roots. Yeah. That was profound to me. My roots run deep. Mm-hmm. So there was no way anyone was going to take away any gloss from me, because I was, I was, I'm descended from kings. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that other people who maybe came from a Caribbean, maybe came from African or even Caribbean background, didn't necessarily have that same mindset mm. so it's only when they grew up they read some books maybe they listened to some tupac and then they heard that song <laughs> and then when they get to uni all of a sudden the eyes are open and but i think as you go through that transformation where you're growing up in an environment where you're a minority most of the people in your school are either white or or light-skinned there are very few dark-skinned people in england growing up anyway that's just and then you get to the age where you're in uni i think you're right when when you get to uni it's different because then you meet the people from different places mm-hmm. different backgrounds yeah, but that's a, that's a yeah, time and age thing, like you said. Because we could talk all night long. Yeah. Um, the final thing I'll say about that is, whilst attraction is formed hmm. certain, at certain stages in your life, it doesn't end there. Mm. And rejection doesn't staunch attraction. Oh, hell no. Right? So, yes, somebody may have rejected you. It doesn't change how black men rejected black women. Yes, it doesn't mm. stop them. And they don't feel valued by black men. It doesn't stop them wanting and loving black men. Mm. Right, where, where that mm-hmm. issue is concerned. Kind of hard not to love, really. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, through all of it, right? There isn't a, well, you didn't want me, well, therefore, I'm, you know, she's going to go look at <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, who, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's just be honest. <laughs> I'm not, I, I think we swerved away from what, I th- I'm not taking away from what you're saying, but I think it swerves away from just as much as possible if we accept what the reality is, mm-hmm. despite whatever, and using myself as a case study, whatever my personal thing is, I think it goes back to your Bernie Grant point. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it, and it has always happened. It will, will always, always happen. happen. <laughs> but I think the key thing is what's nice is to have a sensible conversation about yeah. it. Because the bit that annoys me is when a good example could be if I see a mixed race couple and it's public displays of affection on 20 gazillion, but yet we just talked about it's not there enough. You know, the Cosby show was the first time we saw it. Do you know what I mean? So, so, so this is the thing which I think I understand. And I, and I say, there's just, it's not even seen enough. It's not, you know, black love isn't even seen enough on, in film, on television, you know, just through um, novels, those types of, we don't see it. So if somebody does do that, which it did, then you have to be aware of that. If you're not aware of that, then I think it's a problem. So it's not taken away from what you're saying. It's just, I think it's, otherwise you go through personal stuff. And I don't think it's necessarily personal. It's just more that you've got a group of people who have been massively disaffected, massively traumatized. And unfortunately, the vast majority of those people, when they do look outside their race, it's to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Or it's to get something they cannot get. Now, I will fight always to say that's not, my case but i have to also understand exactly what you articulated is that how will i know Mm. you know outside my mum my sister you know my daughter to six how will i know and if you and if you don't know and you are in a mixed race relationship check yourself Mm. immediately 
expeditiously. To wind down the conversation, and I know you didn't mean it this way, so I just want to clarify, because you choose to step out of your way, it doesn't mean you're, you're seeking validation yes, you that you're that. genuinely that's in love, right. and I know yeah, that's yeah. not your intent. No, no, I hope so. No, which is why I wanted to just come back Thank and you. say that. And secondly, to say that your lived and personal experience is your lived and personal experience. It doesn't take away or remove mm. perception okay. and, and perception backed up by patterns mm -hmm. and feelings of others. So gentlemen, thank you very much for joining my table, for breaking bread with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. 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 Oh, fantastic. Mm. Well, I feel like we can carry on for another 20. because I, 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 I know you want to carry on. <laughs> but we're done. We are done. Very, very good conversation. Thank you for breaking bread with us. It was a pleasure to have you as my virtual dinner guest. Breaking Bread is available where all digital streaming platforms are available. You can also subscribe on YouTube. And don't forget to follow turn on your notifications, and looking forward to the next time we break bread together.